Welcome back to Tip of the Spear with your Missoula County Commissioners. I'm Josh Slotnick, and I'm joined by my fellow commissioners and friends, Dave Strohmeyer and Juanita Vero. And today we're going to be talking about the River Ambassadors and all things river recreation, given that now it is summertime. We're joined by one of our River Ambassadors, Kara Smith. So just to begin with, Kara, could you give us a little background on what are the River Ambassadors? Yeah, for sure. The River Ambassadors are a group of ambassadors that come seasonally to the Clarkport Coalition each summer. And we help recreators and tubers with different access points, stewardship education, and all those good things. So you'll find us out on the beaches helping folks out, inflating your tubes, giving you good tips, and all of that good stuff. And then sometimes we do some restoration projects along the river and other volunteer things. So you'll find us all about the beaches in Missoula. You mentioned tips, so tell us what, what sort of tips do river recreationists appreciate and enjoy? Yeah, we have all kinds of ones to stay safe. So we do a lot on making sure that the river stays clean, so no littering. We recommend you bring a trash bag for all of your things, for drinks and things like that. We recommend you don't bring glass because it breaks and tends to accumulate in the river. So bring something reusable or an aluminum container that you can recycle when you get off the river. And we also really encourage folks to take a shuttle. There is ASUM transport and there's a new parking lot at Chiron and that way we can reduce parking and issues with that. And then when you shuttle, you can just get out and uh, easily make it back and not have to pay for parking, do anything like that. Makes it so much easier and really reduces congestion. Josh, as well, you might expect. Yeah. I, I like a little bit of history interspersed. Sure, uh, <laughs> and uh, I think you might have been around for the yes. uh, the, the genesis of this program. Yeah. Any chance you could uh, talk a little thanks, bit about that? Thanks for tossing that out. I would love to. So shortly after I began my first term here as commissioner, I heard from some folks in East Missoula loud and clear about problem with parking on the highway just coming down Brickyard Hill with people wanting to access the river at Sharon, the parking lot not being big enough, so people are parking on the road. And if you're not familiar with this, a person might say, well, why is parking on a road a problem? Well, this is a problem because this is a highway. People are going 55, 60 miles an hour, and we're talking about folks parallel parking. And imagine somebody stepping between two cars that are parked in parallel with a big inner tube in their hand stepping into traffic to cross the road that's a huge traffic hazard as well that this is an area where people live and they're not accustomed to having large crowds parking in their front yard it just didn't work this same trend of over parking and overuse is happening at all of our main river access sites it felt like there was a need for at, at the very least better enforcement of parking So in uh, that first year, that first season, we were able to get three school resource officer sheriff's deputies to spend a little extra time visiting our hot river access sites, the river access sites that were most in use. And they did over the course of a summer. And at the end of the summer in our debrief, we said, how did it go? The words we got back were, uh, most people want to do the right thing. We don't need more enforcement. We need more bodies who can do more education. And it turns out that these types of ambassador programs, whether they're on bike paths or hiking trails or rivers, are pretty common in other places. So in partnership with FWP, we kind of dreamed up this idea of a river ambassador program. What would it take to get folks out on the beaches, along at river access sites, 
helping people figure out what is the right thing to do. We went back and forth with FWP and it was seemed like there were real obstacles on where this program could live. The Clark Fork Coalition stepped up, one of our community's favorite, longstanding, deeply established nonprofits, and the Clark Fork Coalition was really able to take on the role of housing such a program. FWP did a lot of oversight. The county kicked in some money. The city kicked in some money. We got a lot of good pointers from a group called the Three Rivers Collaborative that hosts some wonderful conversations around rivers. All this information and all this human resource came together and the river ambassadors were born. And each year that partnership has deepened in that the financial burden has slipped away from entirely being on the county to the county, the city, FWP, and the Clark Fork Coalition. And now we're multiple years into it and have added members. And this is one of the few things we in local government have been involved in that has been an unqualified success. Everybody loves the river ambassadors. <laughs> and we love the folks back too. <laughs> <laughs> Something Cara mentioned earlier got me thinking. So in, in the spirit of trying to, to be good stewards of the natural resources on the landscape here in Western Montana, along our rivers, and also improve the experience of folks recreating. A couple of the ingredients are people, the real flesh and blood people like the river ambassadors, but also the soon to be open uh, new Chiron parking lot. So infrastructure also plays a role. And Josh, I, I wonder, uh, uh, yeah. not to put you on the spot, <laughs> but uh but I'll put you on the spot again. So could you talk to, uh, a little bit more about the infrastructure yeah. piece? Because we did something similar by way of parking restrictions over on Tamarack and Juniper, Tamarack and Juniper but that was paired with some actual infrastructure uh, enhancements at the state park. Yeah. Oh, you, na you nailed <laughs> it there with the state park. For a decade, decades probably, people have been parking on Tamarack and Juniper as a way to get to the river. Not a good place to be parking along the road. Along comes another Clark Fork Coalition-led effort, this massive multi-jurisdictional effort to get rid of the dam at Milltown. The reservoir goes away, the rivers are free-flowing, and there's a new state park, the Milltown State Park which comes with ample parking and great facilities and is a super great place to park and enter the river. And for a lot of folks, their history was going beyond the knowledge of this new park. Instead of parking at the Milltown State Park, they were parking where they always had been parking. We had to create some parking restrictions and with the River Ambassador's help, encourage people to go the extra couple hundred yards and park at Milltown State Park. Similar thing is happening here at Sharon. That bit of description I offered earlier with the cars parked on Brickyard Hill, we needed to create a new place for people to park in order for folks to do the right thing. So in partnership with FWP, the county has created a new parking lot to how to park 60 plus cars with a shared use path that goes down to Sharon and river access in the hopes that tubers will park in the new parking lot, folks with boats and trailers will park in the old parking lot, and we'll get the cars off the road with a parking restriction. That's the background. But yeah. there's, uh, and help, help folks understand um, the right-of-way and where the land that's being used for this parking lot because yeah. there's some confusion Thanks. there. Yep. It's private land. And on that p private land is a piece of Montana Department of Transportation right-of-way and a easement that's also owned by the Montana Department of Transportation. It's a prescriptive easement. It means the things that can be done that are prescribed in terms of use on that easement actually supersede private property rights. That easement goes 
even if the land is sold, that easement by MDT still exists. So parking is part of transportation. So we asked MDT if we could build a parking lot inside their easement. They said yes after thorough review from their legal team. So that's where the, the parking lot is in both the right-of-way, which is owned by MDT, and in the easement that's owned by MDT. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. What is your range? So there's a bunch of river access sites. Which ones do you guys hit? Yeah, we hit a bunch of them. So we go to Milltown and Waystation all the way through the downtown. So you go up the Blackfoot to Waystation. Yeah, so we uh, do a bit of that and we'll be at all the access points through Silvers Park. And so that includes kind of around Jacobs Island and McCormick Park, uh, all those good areas. And then we also are expanding some range to McClay Flats and And kind of around there. McClay Bridge, yeah. So we'll get to do some floating and hanging out around there, helping anyone who needs any thing and don't feel compelled to answer this one but but (laughs) but, uh in the the spirit of this podcast revealing secrets (laughs) if you're willing to share it what would be a favorite spot along the river of years yeah again don't 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 reveal anything that you don't want to but oh absolutely i mean public lands are for everyone so i'm a big fan of the little beach at mccormick park because it's like nice and shady at one spot and you can kind of dip your toes in and it's nice and sandy Sandy. too so i really really love that nice um, you talked about this earlier about some of your tips, but um, and the sort of behavior. What are about a river etiquette or ways for folks to be safe while they're actually on the water? Yeah, as uh, opposed, uh, yes, yeah, so you talk about littering and and glass, but actually in yeah. the water. We want folks to stay super hydrated because the sun really takes it out of you and wear your sunscreen. We also really want to make sure that folks are using actual put in and take out access points, what we call social trails where folks are just kind of making their own way down to the river actually can erode the banks quite a bit and some of the native plants in the area can get trampled and so that requires a lot of work to fix and can be pretty bad long term. So we want to make sure that everyone's using a good designated solid spot that you can easily put in, easily take out not have to like climb your way out of a bank and there's some strange spots that are kind of sketchy to get out of so we want to keep folks safe that way too. So how would a member of the public or one of our millions of guests recognize a river ambassador as opposed to just another happy young person? Yes well we should have some. <laughs> and we encourage yeah. happy young persons <laughs> of all varieties. We are yes. we are open to happy young people but so how, yeah. how do they know you're a river ambassador? Yeah you'll find us in t-shirts we have a nice Clark Fork Coalition What's River the Ambassador. Uh, they should be lilac and then gray or blue. We got some nice long sleeve sun shirts oh. coming in so probably it find us river in that. Ambassador. Yeah yep and so that and you can probably spot us by the uh, clipboards we might have taking data and surveys. And then also you'll probably find us out around with K-pumps and two patches to give out to folks that might need some help. So Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned data. That's super interesting. What sort of things are you are you guys researching? Yeah, we are researching how many people are using the river. And so we're counting like tubers, rafters, fishing, beachgoers, all of that stuff, just to see how many people are going around and how many people are using the river. And then we're also collecting information on the parking lots and letting people know on our social media, which is Missoula River Ambassadors on Instagram. And we are letting people know when the parking lots are full, recommending that people take shuttles and all of those things. 
great. Are you out yeah. there seven days a week? We are out usually Thursdays through Sundays from okay. 11 to 7. And you might catch us on a couple of other random days. I know we'll be out on the 4th of July. And then you can also find us at Out to Lunch on July 5th and Downtown Tonight on July 13th and the Windermere Sup Cup on July 16th. Oh, the Sup Cup. I the forgot about cup. that. Yeah. Yes, work. Yeah. So how big is the crew this year? We've got four people. And awesome. if you check on our Instagram as well, you'll see that we have our first River Ambassador kitten, Huckleberry Herman. Um, <laughs> he's doing a lot of stuff on native plants and pet ambassador kind of things. So we have going. a pet commissioner also. There we Who's go. Who's your pet? Three-legged border collie. Oh my gosh. Well then Huckleberry can join. <laughs> yes. Right. Provide support. He's he's good at doing volunteer recruiting too. <laughs> Does Huckleberry like to swim? Not too much. He likes to sunbathe. <laughs> yeah. He might go fishing every so often, but he does. He prefers sunbathing. What's the most common issue that you have to deal with? Probably making sure that people have access to trash and mm. recycling. We uh, do note from a lot of people that folks would like more recycling bins in certain takeout Great. points. And then so you guys would be the ones picking those bins up or like how, how does that work? Collaborate with city parks or how? We do work a little bit with city parks but I'm not entirely sure how we, uh, I think Republic usually takes most of that. So are you guys giving people bags? Yeah we can uh, help promote giving bags or tell folks where to find them. There's a lot of shops around where you can rent different equipment and then I know for sure Campus Rec has reusable bags when you rent stuff from there too. Something that I saw in the grocery store the other day is one of these kind of mesh bags that yeah. presumably you'd put cans and yep. whatnot in. Yeah, they're great because you don't have to carry around all the water and everything. It'll just kind of flow out. Right. And yeah, that's exactly what we use. You can find us on the Clark Fork Coalition website and just search for the River Ambassadors. We'll be out taking surveys as well on river access use, uh, seeing what people would like and kind of uh, what folks are doing on the river and where they're from, because I know that there's a lot more tourists now. And so they're doing a lot uh, of recreating on the river. Okay, well, we usually wrap up each session with um, we're asking you for a nugget of wisdom or a great book or a podcast or anything you've come across that you'd like to share with. Any slice of culture in any form. Oh. And wisdom. We're all about the wisdom here. Yeah. yeah. We're all about the wisdom. <laughs> one of my favorite books is Braiding Sweetgrass. Oh, oh that's so good. One of my favorites. And I think a lot of that is like really promoting a just gorgeous viewpoint on stewardship and kind of how we all like work together and have to do this all together. And we're, you know, part of the river is it's part of us. And I think uh, the author Robin Walkmer does a fantastic job at the, just saying everything about that. And she's got another book, Gathering Moss, that's really, really beautiful as well. Oh, I haven't. I got to check out Gathering Moss. I just learned my, my new favorite word is from Breeding Sweetgrasses, papawi. And it's uh, an expression of, it's a Potawatomi word, um, but it's the force of which a mushroom becomes a mushroom overnight and it moves the soil. And so when you see that like, kind of like duff or whatever on top of a mushroom that's just kind of bursts oh. through, that energy is called wow. papawi. Oh, and beautiful. I just love it. Anyway. Yeah. Great. But, um, no, that's, <laughs> a that's, that's a metaphor for county government. Right, right there. exactly. Yeah. Papawi. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Kara, ton for coming by. Yeah, thank you so much. much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Tip of the Spear podcast. If you enjoy these conversations, it would mean a lot if you would rate and review the show on whichever podcast app you like. And if you know a friend who would like to keep up with what's happening in local government, be sure to recommend this podcast to them.
The Tip of the Spear podcast is made possible with support from MCAT, better known as Missoula Community Access Television, and our staff in the Missoula County Communications Division. If you have a question or topic you'd like us to address on a future episode, email it to communications at missoulacounty.us. And to find other ways to stay up to date with what's happening at Missoula County, go to missoula.co slash county updates. And thanks for listening. <laughs>